0: Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys. Joining us right now on the BTG studio line are Steve and Lori Zeller. They are the parents of three sons, all who have made it to the NBA, Luke Tyler and Cody Zeller. They have also authored together a new book called Raising Boys the Zeller Way. How you guys doing?
1: We're good. You're on the speakerphone with Steve and I. Hi, Hello,
0: Steve. Here. The book is due to be released this spring. What made you decide to write a book and can you tell us a little bit about it?
1: Uh, We've actually had several people ask us if we would uh, be interested in writing a book. Um, I think they've observed our boys as they um, played through high school and college and and now um, at the next level and kind of observe the type of people they are on the court and off the court, and they've they've asked us, how did you do it? And so um, we kind of toyed with the idea a little bit and and decided that – Just the experience that we had, um, you know, we're the first to admit that we're not perfect parents, but if there's something that we can pass along to help other parents, um, that's kind of our purpose with the book.
0: Steve, I think it's you who wrote this particular chapter in the book, where you share an account of a car ride with Luke coming back from a basketball tournament. You have one of those moments as a parent where you rethink how you're talking with your children, specifically why focusing on character is critical as compared to, focusing on performance in the lives of a young athlete, share with us some regard in the importance of not simply dissecting our kids' performances as it seems so easy for us to do as parents.
2: Yeah, it is. It's very easy for us to do as parents. And what you do is you think that you're doing the right thing because you're telling them how to get better, how to do the things that we think they need to be doing better. And in the meantime, we forget that they're kids and we forget that... They're trying to process all the this and they don't have the experience that we have. And it just uh it was a an eye opening experience and, and from that point on, you know, having him look down at his feet and I've just I thought explained to him for three hours everything that he should do better and I'm feeling pretty good as a dad because I'm trying to lead him in the right direction and he's looking down at his feet after those three hours and says was there anything I did right today or this weekend? And, uh, it was a, at that point on, I just made a little pack with myself that I'm going to tell them something positive and I'm going to wait for them to ask. And when they ask, two things happen. One is, um, things have, you've got some time in there, so you're not ready just to unload on them. And the second thing is if they're asking, they want to listen. So it's a, uh, it was a win-win situation for us, and, and unfortunately, Luke had experienced that.
0: We're talking with Steve and Lori Zeller, authors of the soon-to-be-released book, Raising Boys the Zeller Way. You can pre-order a copy at zellerbook.com. How big a part did faith play in raising your family?
1: Oh, it was um, obviously the most important thing. Um, it's really what guided us in, in what we did as parents, and um, and we hope it had an influence obviously on our boys but um the faith is our faith is the basis of of our daily life and really everything that we do so it obviously played a huge role in raising our kids
0: Now you live in Indiana and most of us know how important basketball is to a Hoosier Luke went to Notre Dame Tyler to North Carolina but only Cody went to IU and played for the Hoosiers Cody is also the baby can we, can we assume he's the favorite <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well that's a- that's an argument that's going on with the three boys for a long time, um, and it will continue going on for a long time. Uh, to say as far as why they ended up where they they did, um, you know, like Lori said, our, our faith is, you know, God uh, definitely, we went from, Lori and I were high school sweethearts in Iowa, we went from Iowa to California to Minnesota, Indiana to get here, and uh, I always said that... Um, you know, it had to have been somebody other than me making that decision because um they would have been funny-looking seven-foot hockey players up in Minnesota. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, as far as the where, why Cody ended up at uh, IU and the others ended up elsewhere, you know, it's just the way it played out. I think all three of them are very happy with their decisions and where they ended up.
0: Now, while at North Carolina, Tyler was part of a NCAA championship team, uh, both Tyler, Cody, first-round NBA draft picks. And I'm not intending to put you on the spot, but of all the many accomplishments over the years, is there one thing that perhaps sticks out to you as being most special?
2: Yes, they're academics. They're academics. You know, Luke was a uh, high school um, valedictorian, and Cody was a, a salutatorian. And then Tyler ended up third. And the reason Tyler ended up third is because he said, I don't want to I don't have to do, I don't want to do a speech. And uh, he said that in eighth grade, and he ended up, that's where he ended up, was in third place. And uh, it's just kind of ironic. But then also, the one of the most memorable moments for us is uh, Tyler becoming an academic All-American at North Carolina. And, and the the quote that he put in the paper, and, and I don't have it in front of me, but basically it, it said it meant a lot to him, but it didn't mean Nearly as much to him as it meant to his mom and dad, and he just thanked us for being there with him and showing that uh, the importance of the academics to both him and his brothers.
0: I'm, my wife is a school teacher, and, and she's going to appreciate how quickly you answered that. There was not no wavering. Academics was obviously very, very important to you. For big men, your sons seem to be both amazingly agile and they possess such a nice shooting touch with the basketball. Which one of you taught them that?
1: <laughs> well, Steve and I both do training now. Um kind of private basketball lessons and small groups and clinics is what we do now. So we're teaching a lot of kids um how to shoot. But really Steve spent countless hours in the gym with the boys, but you know, he made it fun. Steve would, um, you know, he worked long hours, but when he'd come home at night, he'd be like, Hey, I'm going to the gym. Who's coming with me? And the boys all wanted to go with him because he made it fun and it was time that they could spend together. And, um, Steve can talk a little bit about that, but that's a lot of times when the boys, um, opened up and they communicated with Steve.
2: It was good, good quality time. And as you know, now that we've raised our boys, it's, it's definitely not the quantity of time you spend with them, but the quality of time. And we were able to, uh, go in there. And if, if one of them was having, you know, some things that were coming up and into and them, it was a major something, you know, whether it was class work, whether it was, you know, friends at, uh, at school, somebody trying to, to bully them or whatever, we would go in and just shoot baskets. And then in that time they would loosen up and they would talk and, uh, we spent a lot of time in there but as far as the, the shot form itself what we did was we um I did a lot of watching and learning cuz I I played football was what I played and and I did play some some high school basketball but football was my love so we ended up just uh watching and learning from others and I kind of adapted the uh, the shooting touch that, that they have and and we know once again that that is something that works and so we continue teaching. Him.
0: Now, obviously, to have the success your sons have enjoyed, I'm sure there's a great investment of travel, investment of time, practice hours. Were you ever concerned about burnout, and how difficult was it for you to balance other things like school and church and family time?
2: The uh, school always came first. Academics and, and always came first, and we did struggle with the, uh, you know, Sunday mornings. AAU has gotten into Sunday mornings, and and, uh, once again, we believe that, that, you know, God was, was leading us and, and was with us because Luke took it upon himself. Um, when we were sitting in hotels, he would, uh, as, as, early as sixth or seventh grade, he would start doing, um, Bible studies with us. And of course the two younger brothers seeing that, it kind of just took off for them as well. And, uh, it was helpful for us. We would study the Bible. Not only in the in the hotel room, but we would do it on the car rides when we were all together, and and it just uh, kind of grew from there. So, being able to coordinate that is always a challenge. It's always a uh, difficult to to figure out because you have that, uh, for lack of better term, the guilt that comes in there. But I think uh, you know God is not only in church; He's, he's out there everywhere, and it can happen. Uh, the nice part is, is those Sundays and Saturdays, weekends that we did the Bible study that continued on through the week then. So we felt like we got a lot more out of that
0: in the long run. That must have been a great example, a great testimony to have their oldest brother uh, being so serious about his Bible study. That's outstanding.
1: Yeah. Luke was a great leader. He, um, you know, he even would, um, got permission at our church to, to have like a teenage Bible study on, you know, like Wednesday night. And so, you know, he would have, he would have friends come in and, and, um, you know, lead worship. And he had a friend that played a guitar and, you know, they'd have a, um, their own little worship service. And, and really one thing we talk about in our book is that as parents, we also learn from our kids. And, um, I think Steve, Steve and I can say we were both inspired by Luke's faith and how he, um, was a leader and, and really taught us a lot, but he set a great example for his younger brothers.
0: You Your family seems very close, very close-knit. Your children seem very involved in investing in other people. Now, obviously, every child, every circumstance is different, but as you look at your son's lives, um, what are you most proud of, and what bit of advice would you have for other parents in raising kids to be not only respectful but concerned about other people?
2: I think the um, thing that we learned was came from our moms and dads, both Lori's and I's—they're um, both—they were farmers. Uh, both of our dads were farmers, and and our moms were were farmers' wives. And they uh, they didn't have a lot of money. We growing up didn't have a lot of material things, but we had uh, the love of each other. And we learned from an early age that uh, it's the relationships. It's the relationships that you form with other people. It's not the material things that you have. And we tried to. Teach that to our boys, um, and it's, it's interesting to see uh, them go through as far as the NBA, and, and everybody knows as far as the salaries in the NBA, but they're looking at the big picture. They're looking at, uh, hey, I don't need to go out and, and spend all this now. I want to be able to put it away and be able to invest in, in uh, other people for years to come. And the way they do that is they're 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 able to, to put that money aside and be able to budget themselves out. And it's interesting just to watch them and actually makes Lori and I very proud of how they're handling the whole uh, notoriety and the material things that they're getting or could be getting from the NBA. And, and they don't do that. They're uh, more into just the, the people relationships.
0: Steve and Lori Zeller are with us, parents to three NBA sons and authors of the soon to be released book, Raising Boys a Zeller Way. You wrote the book together. I imagine that was a lot of time together and I imagine you each had your own ideas on how the process should go. Was it a challenge to write a book with your spouse?
1: It was actually really great because, um, uh, there was a lot of reminiscing and, um, you know, telling stories and, um, Steve Copeland is our, um, was our ghostwriter. And um, we just, we interviewed with him for hours and hours, and um, he did a great job of putting our words down on paper. Um, he wrote it just the way we would have said it, and um, so much credit to him for the hours and hours that he has spent, but we really connected with him. He's um, probably about Luke's age, and he's um, just a young, fresh writer that um has a great perspective, he has a strong Christian faith and um he was just the perfect fit for us. And so really it was very enjoyable um as Steve and I went through and um Steve Copeland made it um a pleasure to work at. Um and then when when our book was written we ran it by each of our three boys because um obviously we were telling stories about them and um their childhood and growing up and you know, when we we wanted to make sure they were okay with what we were putting in the book. And um, the first one to respond was Cody, and and, um, he wrote, he sent it back, and he had all these little comments, little sarcastic comments or jokes written in the margin. And um, when the publisher saw that, they were like, oh, my goodness, you have to include these in the book. And so we sent the book to each of our three boys, and it kind of became... A book where all five of us now have um, have contributed to it. So while the chapters um, change, um, you know, like the first chapter is by Steve and the second chapter is by me, we alternate chapters. Um, the boys have comments all the way through the book um, of their perspective. So it's it's pretty entertaining. Um, you know, as we tell a story, then um, sometimes they'll interject their comments and. Um, We really think that added a lot to the book itself.
0: You mentioned Steve Copeland. He, of course, writes for Sports Spectrum Magazine, one of our favorite magazines around here. How can we, uh, how can our audience, our listeners, pray for you specifically?
1: I think we just continue to ask for God's blessings on us and um, guidance as we go forward. um, We have, our family has a nonprofit company named Distinction, and um we do basketball camps with character training and um, we also do basketball training as I mentioned earlier with that. But, um, you know, we're constantly reaching out to youth to, um, minister to them. And there's so much of our youth that don't have opportunities today. And, um, you know, just pray for those, those youth that, um, you know, maybe we can connect with them and, and help them and, um, and impact their life in a positive way.
0: Before I let you go, do you, do you want to tell the folks how they can uh, get the book, where they can get the book, how they can find out more about it, or anything about your ministry, your websites?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can pre-order the book now on zellerbook.com, and um, we have autographed copies and um, non-autographed copies available, and um, those can be pre-ordered now, and then you would receive them before they're available to the general public this spring, and um, the website for our um, nonprofit is distinction. dot org, and uh, distinction is D I S T I N X I O N. dot org, and uh, the spelling on distinction, the X um, is the Greek symbol for Christ. It's at the center of the distinction name and. It's at the center of what we do. So um, that is distinction.org.
0: Well, I want to thank you guys again so much for joining us. I wish you... That's Steve and Zeller, authors of the new book, Raising Boys the Zeller Way, about their experiences raising three boys who all went on to play in the NBA, Luke, Tyler, and Cody Zeller. Tyler is currently playing for the Boston Celtics and Cody with the Charlotte Hornets. You can pre-order the book at zellerbook.com. Get an advanced copy before it's in the hands of the public. You can be that cool kid on the block who knows something before everybody else does. Can you imagine feeding those boys two seven-footers plus one more that's just shy of seven foot? Man, what their grocery bill must have been. We'll be back right after the break. You're listening to Benson and those guys. all the success with the book.
2: Thank you very much, and you have a great day. You too. Thanks so much for joining.